There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Let's just go. Hello, darkness, <laughs> my old friend. I have come to talk to you again. Is that a choral arrangement that you once did? <laughs> no, it's actual Simon and Garfunkel. I know that. This, that that's not the. That's not the melody. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I think I dealt with the harmony. To talk to you. Here, you again. do it the same time, and we'll do it. One, okay. two, one, two, three, four, one. Hello, Hello darkness, my old friend. It's I've come to talk to you again. Kind of. Your kind har- of. your harmony's fucked though. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. You know, maybe <laughs> if you learn to follow musically. Uh, I would be. Uh, I am an amazing follower. You know, I don't know anymore because the way you are, the way you literally cannot sound check, and you use, <laughs> and you actually have a career as a musical director, I is astonishing to me. You know what? The difference is, I want the best for me and not for you. I want the best um, for us. I do too. Yeah, and that's the best for me. Yeah, uh, because when you're too loud, it's just not a good show. Yeah, I think maybe you need to revisit some of your This is 90 Day Gaze. 90 Day Gaze. This is Toe. Toe. This is our first Toe in like five weeks. It is. Um, it is. And it was a jam-packed oh, Toe. Okay. I was waiting for you to finish up. You said, you kind of said, this is our first in five weeks. And you kind of sat there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still, I think I'm still like, I've been fucked by a big dick. And I'm just like sitting here like this. With my legs spread and going, what else is going to come else? down the pike? Woo, y'all! This was, this was a rough night for Poodle because this this episode was good, <laughs> but it was intense. And then it was y'all, very intense. 
The dog has not stopped barking downstairs <laughs> nonstop, which I can tune out and he can't. And I don't mean you it's got a dig. to a point now where you couldn't. Well, I mean, I still can do it, but I even I acknowledge I said it is very loud. Yeah. So I feel for you for that. And then y'all, there was like we started today. There was um, uh, a protest, which were great, good for them. With like on About the day of the Armenian genocide, Armenian uh, the 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 U.S. getting involved with. Uh, Azerbaijan Armenia war. Yes. And so that was happening. And then now the Lakers have won the <laughs> national championship. And Poodle lives by probably the best Kobe mural in Los Angeles. So Y'all, everyone's just blowing their motherfucking uh, horns. There's so much noise for Poodle. If you're at HSP, you understand. It's a lot. Poodle is having it. And I'm going to give you Grace this episode. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a scared cat trying to cover up shit on a hot tin roof. <laughs> It's true. And you don't need this. You know why? Because it's your birthday week, y'all. It is. My birthday's Tuesday. It, the 13th, a bitch was born. I will say, I got to shout out uh, Lena and Joshua for giving me some chocolates. And some other people gave me some stuff. I'll I'll talk about that tomorrow on um, the other Darcy way. and Stacy. You don't have to send Poodle stuff. You don't have to. I promise. Oh, Although if you do, you can send cash like someone did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send him cash. He's fine. Oh, speaking of cash, real quick, I want to remind, uh, we had a sissy reach out to me and say, apparently a lot of you are trying to get together to start a GoFundMe for myself and my father who's going Don't through cancer. Don't do that. Trip. Well, I say, and I don't mean this to sound arrogant, my father worked his ass off his entire life because he was very, very poor. And because of that, I'm very proud for him. He has rental properties and money yep. coming in so we are fine luckily it, it i encourage you to give to other medical do- organizations or um maybe, maybe the multiple your, myeloma foundation yeah or, or your or. own community of people that really or maybe like the saint jude that helps yeah. people that don't have money get medical uh, care i encourage but thank you thing. for the thoughts his father is a white man with good insurance so it's fine it's true. And he is, that. y'all keep asking, uh, we've got a good hopeful diagnosis that the doctors MD Anderson in Houston is an amazing facility, and they can work miracles. And I don't so know if you hope. know this, uh, we are together Oh tonight. yeah, we're together. Just for a little bit. Don't get used to it, because once my brother's with the, my, my brother's in Houston with my dad in the hospital, because only one person could be there. But once he gets out and does outpatient, my brother said... Yeah, that's on you, buddy. Get your ass back. Uh, I'm kind of okay with that because I enjoyed you being back for notoriety, and now I want you out of my house. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Hey, why my, do you think I do the show over here? Uh, I don't want you over there. Uh, because my couch is sagging again, and it only took one day. Well, it's a cheap couch. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it's a cheap, cheap couch. Y'all, I've been begging Poodle to get a new couch for like six months now. Uh, it's gonna happen. I want a leather couch. It's I'm, gonna happen. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this cloth couch. Well, y'all, there's. It looks like a Smurf and Alien <laughs> have come all over his couch because Poodle always leaves his pins everywhere, I leave, and they like, leak these felt pins, and they leak all and over. And they his leak couch. on my couch, or he'll be riding like poetry at one o'clock <laughs> in the morning, and he'll get drunk and fall asleep on the couch, and then leave a pen mark. I'm not even going to argue with that. <laughs> I'd like to, but I'm not going to. 
Ode to Marcel Proust. And I fall asleep at 2.30. Yeah. Yep. That's basically. Um, We're doing the other way, y'all. We're doing doing the other way. I don't think we have any other announcements, do we? Uh, I don't think so. Y'all listen to our, we had a a fun time doing our Bacurious for uh, Below Deck Ned. And you can hear that. I've uh, still thought about that show. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably watch the finale. It's a good format of a show. I it, it is the ultimate show to watch on a Saturday when you have nothing to do. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it, all Bravo shows are like that. Um, it kind of wet my whistle for Southern Charm that's coming up in a couple of weeks on the 29th. I'm excited. We, which we will be covering. And you guys, I wasn't excited until I watched the trailer. And yeah. then it's, it's like they decided, oh, we can't just be entitled white people. Yeah. We have to actually look look inward a little bit. Oh, we still got an email. Oh, what's his name about that? We haven't heard from them. We haven't. Regarding Sweet Tea. So it, I'm glad we're talking about business. So business. Anyways, business. I think that's- I'm a business woman. That's it. I'm back on Cameo now. You can come at me on Cameo. Things have settled a little bit. I make no- Things might pause again. But for right now, I can, I'm okay. <laughs> So that sounds, y'all, that sounds really, really structured. Well, I know I, I feel like, do you know how many messages I got from people? Like, why can't I get a cameo from you? And I'm like, bitch, I'm, don't be thirsty. Really? I know. So no, I'm happy that I can be people that. People came at you? No, not negatively. Not negatively at What all. do you mean? Why but can't I like, get a cameo from like, you? Oh, what's something's going on with your cameo. And I think they didn't know yet that I'd said I'd paused it. So they thought something was broken. And you know how sissies get when they think something's broken. It's like yeah. when they didn't hear from us for two days and they thought this we were dead. This just sounds really gross that you're talking about your cameo. No, it's fine. No, time. I'm just talking about sissies. You're like, so and so many people oh my got God. in touch with me. Kind of the person that talks, that name drops, and talks cameo. about himself constantly. But do you remember? I when... do not. Oh, my God. Oh, my Just listen. Just listen. It's hot in here. I'm taking all my socks. It's fine. Um. People this is the first time. Didn't hear this is the first days. time you've said it's hot in here, and I've said it's fine. It's true. The world shifting. Um, yes, I want to say one more a little announcement. People broke out. We haven't addressed this on a free show yet. We I think we just talked about it on our Patreon. Um, people broke out when they're like, "We didn't do a show one day." What? Yeah. What, and people what was thought that? we were dead. Was that they were so worried? We didn't with shit happened with my dad, and like we couldn't put a show out, and people were like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" So y'all, things are a little wonky right now for us. If we're a day late on a show, we really try to get everything yeah. out, but we're not dead. We're we're put, piano cat has not been found, as Jackie Weissman says. Someone is not wearing Jake's skin. No, we're believe fine. me, we're y'all. This is sweet fr- to worry. This is, is this the first show? I believe this is. This is the first show since Chris Farah uh, guested. Yeah, that's so, first free show. Yeah, Thank, yeah. shout out to Chris Farah. She jumped in and she did was, that so quickly. I called her that day, uh, like two hours because this son of a bitch is like, I can't do it today. I'm like, uh, we're putting my dad in a helicopter right now. So and I'm like, okay. I'll find a way. And you know what? And I'm going to say this on record. I was trying to figure out how to do it. And this bitch said, <laughs> let me take care of this for you. I said, let me help you. Let me help you. And that is a good business partner, I have mm-hmm. to say. Unless just, he's trying to just get me out of the show. Let's talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to just sign some stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> One's called power of attorney 
Had this rat poison milkshake. <laughs> um, Speaking of rat poison, we just can oh, we talk a little bit. Let's talk about we on our classic Patreon issues uh, uh, editions of classic. We started the first season of Night Day Fiance. OG. I really like OG it. four couples. Uh, Alan and Kirliam, uh-huh. uh Mike and Aziza, Lewis, Lewis and, and, and Aya, Aya, and then Russ, Russ and Paula. And yes, we heard y'all scream because we know y'all hate Paula. Um, uh, she's not cuckoo crazy this season. Yeah, it was normal. But and but you know we had Adam's drunk mother. Yes. Who, who th- not no Lewis's Lewis's drunk, drunk mother. There's a little bit of cast of characters. No, not Lewis's. Uh, John's drunk mother. John's drunk mother. We had. Liza, that wedding dress salesman. Mm-hmm. And so we had fun doing it. We, if you want to watch it, it's only and, ca- and then catch up and listen to us. Yeah, um, it's on our five dollar. We'll be doing Patreon. The, yeah, we'll, and we'll be doing the fifteen for the watch alongs. Um, and don't forget, only six Russ's parents' house that gave oh, me hives. God, <laughs> there, y'all. y'all that's what, there was so much word art, so much clutter on the walls, so much like. Uh, God is in this kitchen. There is, uh, there is like a whole <laughs> thing of, um, of crosses. And afterwards, oh. even the, even my, I think like my phone noticed it or heard it because I was scrolling on Facebook and there was a precious moments ad, <laughs> and it was a precious motive, and it was a like, and it said like together forever, and it was a, the boy holding his cell phone and the girl was knitting. <laughs> I was like, is this trying to we- update? And I will say a bunch of uh, sissies have come at us when we're talking about um, uh, what was it we were talking about with the uh, Calvin pissing on the Ford, Chevy on the Chevy on uh-huh. the <laughs> Chevy locale the Chev- Calvin, a lot of that Calvin pissing on one side of the Chevy and then the other side is Calvin and Hobbs praying, praying in front of a cross <laughs> and as Poodle said those things go together yep that's my childhood <laughs> so. so Anyway, I will say, being from Oklahoma, any house with a woman over um, just a good Southern family and the women are over 60, that's what their house looks like. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, But we had fun doing it. I didn't like it when I started it, but I enjoyed it by the end. It was, yeah, it's it's just the nostalgia of y'all. The the haircuts, the (laughs) the clothes, the word art, the phones, the technology. Yeah, it was fun. We enjoyed it. And so, even, it's so weird that 2014 feels like 20 years ago. That felt 20 years ago. Yeah, it did. Boy. Like the haircuts, especially. Wow. It's weird how the haircuts, you guys, are the first thing to age. And y'all don't, you, can, yeah. you can tell. Oh, yeah. And you don't realize Russ is, I tell this to Poodle, and Poodle gets it. If you're not from where we're from, a town like we're from, Russ is like the... He's like the uh, guy on the fringe in yeah. Oklahoma. Russ uh-huh. was probably called faggot in school. Yeah, a white guy who wears a faux hawk. Oh my god, yeah. weird. Especially weird. in where he is in Oklahoma, and he's not wearing like boots. I know they go country, but yeah, y'all, that is like we would have sex with him uh, in a second. Strangely enough, he's boring, and I would maybe one or two bangs, maybe three or four, as long as he wouldn't talk to me. Then he, it'd be okay. Yeah, he's the kind of guy I'd have sex with and then leave and go eat Whataburger at two in the morning. <laughs> Y'all, there's nothing <laughs> like finishing up a good no strings bang than going through the Whataburger line or the McDonald's line. I told you. The, or our the, Whataburger used to be a bank, so it's kind of set up weird. Or the Jack in the Box line. Yeah, Jack in the Box, which curly that's, fries. That's, that's been my thing. And also tacos. They're tacos. Um, Y'all, 
Jack in the Box tacos are garbage, but after a hookup, there's nothing that comforts you more. I told you last time <laughs> I hooked up years ago in Arden, I was in Whataburger, and my hookup was behind me <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Oh, let's jump into this. I can't talk. No, I can't. Let's just. Okay. I want to say that this episode, first of all, it was two hours. Um, I'm stressed out now. I'm going to have to take something to help me sleep. Or I just drink. It, it was a lot. Um, we well, start and with- also, let's be honest, you're... Poodle's nervous about politics right yeah. now. He's it's he's, it's in a tizzy. I haven't slept well in a month. If you want to, um, we don't talk about it on the show. But if you want to talk to Poodle, but and ease your political, come at him on Twitter. If you want to, if you want to talk about, me, come at me on my Twitter page, my personal Twitter page, or my personal Facebook page. I will tell you about what I've been going through. Yeah, you can uh, go through. It. I'm not sleeping well. Let's just say that this is season one, episode fifteen. I don't know if we said that. Um, season two. Uh, Jesus. I, Ready or not? I wish. Can, I, can you can you repeat that? And I'll just play it every time. Um, no. <laughs> this is first. We start off with Samit and Jenny. Gosh. So, this is the thing, you guys. Even though she should have left by now, everything has been against her. She's like, I still think that Samet's going to tell his parents about us, and we're going to get married, and we're going to go all live, and we're going to live with someone else, and they're going to support us, and my generous of Yeah, even though, and again, y'all, we get to see, even though the first time I lived here, they asked the parents, and they said, no, and then the <laughs> second time, he told me he had a wife, but this third time, I know it's going to happen, look, I laid an egg. And the worst thing ah, here is, <laughs> Jenny's got this weird, like, what I call a cross between a house coat and a peasant blouse on. I don't know what the fuck and this it's is. And it's not good. It's not age appropriate. It's also, it's also way too young for her, but that's what she wears. I mean, um, you've got to be of a certain type of style to pull off an yeah. on tunic. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> an on tunic. That, you know what? I've never agreed with you more. <laughs> Um, Which actually, so, you love an Ampere oh, tunic. I love an Ampere tunic. So I will say, you guys, I think we forget the fact that we we found out in like the 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 mid season finale, Jenny was introduced to Samit's family as a Facebook friend. Yes, and they were just uh, they she stayed with them for like months, like eight, they four months, or yeah, eight months, or and something. then after a while, she's like, guess what? I'm dating your son. Well, yeah, they kind of figured okay. out they were banging. Yeah. Um, so Literally, they had a wolf in the hen house. So I can kind of understand the the parents in this. Oh, I understand I, the, the parents like, a lot. Like, to be hoodwinked this way. Um, anyway, so they still don't, uh, they still don't know how to bridge this gap. And... <laughs> I wrote down that Jenny is sitting on a couch from the Indian Pier One <laughs> because there's all these like uh, it's all like basic patterns, arrows. It is. it is, yeah, it's really terrible. The, um, well, let's just get into this. So, submit so goes and talks to his parents. Yeah, and the parents are waiting there. 
Their wedding. His mom is very pretty. I think not that that matters, but I think she's. I think pretty. the parents are very normal, but at the same time, they are very traditional. You know, Indian matchmaking helped me kind of understand their perspective yeah. a little bit. Which, if y'all haven't watched Indian matchmaking, it's fantastic, and listen to our binge of it on our Patreon. What the fuck's wrong with we you? We did every episode. Every episode, yes. I guess we yes. did. You really learn to block things out, don't you? <laughs> I thought we only did a couple. No, we didn't do every episode. We did like one and oh, you're like right. we eight. Did two. Yeah, <laughs> we watched every episode. Yeah, we watched every episode. Though. We did have to watch every, which that was great. So I know it has some problems with it, and it's obviously that's a reality show. It's not totally accurate. However, it gives you the eye. It definitely gives you the perception of uh, the culture and also how the wife or the mother really is has such a big factor in determining who right. your son marries. Um, basically, the one of the biggest deals here is the parents saying, you know, uh, she's too old for you. The society and culture would have a really big problem with this. We would be ostracized. Uh, it this, this is how it is here. And... I would like to say that Samit's father has an actual pin in his shirt pocket. He does. Like a goddamn pocket protector. He really does. He re- Do they even sell pocket protectors still? I don't think so. Um, and his mom says, I will never accept her. You need to forget about her. So it looks, it looks a lot like he's not going to win with his parents. No, and they really kind of just go through this like um, this just battle of horns kind of a thing of you know Samit is saying like life happened no, none of this was planned none of this is planned right. and he was like you cannot set separate her from me and she was like and it really is it's not even the American thing it is that she is younger that is older the, or that she is older and he is so much younger and it's twice he, his age. Yeah, and it's that one. He has this kind of beautiful thing. He's like this. I'm not saying it's right, but the way he describes it, these things are not acceptable. A mango tree can't start by growing lemons. Yeah, uh, you that live just in, shows them what just shows you where they are. And he said, "You live in yeah. this society. You follow by these societal rules." And I think that I think, and we're going to see this. I think in Kenny and Armando. I think Brittany and Yazan have already seen it, but it's like. This idea of just because you're an American doesn't mean you right. can change and take on a culture. I totally agree, and I think that's that's the whole theme I, of the entire, entire series, yeah, especially this season. Um, uh, uh, this show is good. Samit's father also says... Admit it, you like it. I like this. I, I have never said oh, I didn't. Oh, before the 90 Days you know? Yeah. Well, that <laughs> no, was crap. It's happily ever after. Oh, that was like. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, hey, y'all, I don't like it. I enjoy Before the 90 Days. Uh, the original 90 Day Fiance is probably my medium favorite. This is my favorite. Toe. Yeah, I love the I love Toe. So I does, love Toe. So does Kyle and Kim. Yeah, Toe is my favorite. Um, because you don't know what you're going to get. And also, I feel like these producers, the, the interesting thing about a reality show is trying to get a point across, uh, trying to trying to sculpt this story and trying to, so the audience gleans a theme from it and we're start and you just called it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why An- uh, Angela's never been on toe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think she's going to learn to compromise on that. Well, it's hard to script something around someone who's always trying to act for television. Yeah. And that's what she's doing. That is what she's doing. So, Samit's dad says, you know, I I did everything, or sorry, Samit's mom says, he, talking about the dad, he fulfilled all your wishes. The dad paid for the divorce. Dad did this. Dad did this. So now, now, now you're going to do what we want you to do because we've paid for you. But Submit We've done also, everything. But Submit countered with that and said, but it's your fault that I was in that marriage exactly. anyway. Because, and he's right about that. And even the dad says that was, we thought we could force him into this marriage. And, and I so think, I don't feel bad that they paid for his divorce. Well, and I think, too, it's a, it's a very American thing for us to assume that it's all about his happiness. Because the parents say, what about our happiness? Okay, so... What about our happiness? So they bring in, and I think it's like we come from this culture of... It's interesting. Someone said this to me just uh, yesterday. They said, you know, I think it's really admirable what you and your brother are doing for your dad. And I just am like, huh? And they said, well, just that you're taking care of him. And to me, it's like, I get that a parent has to take care of a child, and it's a privilege for a child to want to take care of a parent that took care of them. So I get that. But at the same time, I feel like it's natural to, if your parent was a good parent, to take care of your parent. But I think that's the way we think about that. But that's in a very American sense. It is American sense. Where they're talking about, this is not a... If you want to, you had good parents. This is a duty of you yeah. take the way we pay. We yeah. pay taxes here. You take care of your parents there. Well, it's not even more to take care of. It is I'm doing things to make my parents happy. That is cultural. Yes. Yes. And if I don't do things that reflect well on my parents, that is shaming to my yes. parents. And that is a disservice to my parents. Yes. That's cultural. Can you imagine if things that you and I have done in our lives were actually reflections on the shame of our parents? Uh, that's why my mother doesn't know half of what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> my mother doesn't know the stories like me bringing my knee pads to a bar. Uh, or You brought your knee pads to a bar? Yeah. To suck guys off? Uh, no, because I'm going to be doing somersaults. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be doing a lot of knee work. Yeah. (laughs) My mother doesn't know certain things. That's why we don't tell our parents things. That's just true. My brother and I have this list of things that we're going to tell. We we can tell my mom at like 20. We can tell my mom at 30. Tell my mom at 40. And things we would never tell her. <laughs> Isn't your mom about to be 70 soon? Uh, she's she's 68 now. What are you going to tell her when she's 70? Uh, it's everything's off the table. It's, uh, it's all we've, the- <laughs> we've already we've already revealed everything we're going to. Everything else dies. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only went up to about 40 because that was all. And then everything else is just too horrible. Because she would shame us so badly, or she would go, oh, well, I don't even know what to think about that. Why'd you even tell me that? That's what it'd be like. She'd actually prefer us not to tell her a lot of things. She wouldn't want to know. Oh, she would want to know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know either as a parent. So that's kind of like Submit and his parents' thinking is, 
well, you're gonna take care of us when we yep. get older. If you're taking care of your old wife, how are you gonna take care of us? Because it looks I, like Jenny's older than them. I think it's also, I think it's that, but I think it's the fact that if he does marry Jenny, there's no way he can get children. And therefore, that's going to react because they can't brag about their grandchildren. Which, they didn't say that, and maybe they'll say that later, but I agree. I would kind of imply that's that That's the as big well. issue. That's the biggest issue, you guys. I, but I was surprised. I thought that would be what they would lead with. Not, um, you've got to take care of us, bitch. Uh, I, I think it's that, it's interesting because he says, um, Samit is still fighting. He's oh, yeah. He's still fighting for Jenny. Um, and, and he says to them I told you three times that I would commit suicide if I had to stay with my y'all this was this. dark and it just tells you you guys even though Samit's Samit is probably what 30-ish they said in the beginning of episode but yeah like but he acts like he's 18 or less to his parents and but we, I think that's yeah. what the parents that's what especially what Indian parents in this in this tradition have cultivated well that's what I was saying what I got from Indian matchmaking is that at least from that show almost all of the single men that lived with their parents oh, were babies yes babied remember so uh, what's his name I can't the gay remember one? his name no with, no with the, the mold on his face one, yeah no not him the one oh god what was his name not Pradyuman the oh, what's his name? The one who's really baby. The oh, one, the mom. He's even worse. Yes. The, yeah. So anyway, it's it's not going to go well for them. I mean, he was. Uh, it. It's not. You know, Samit also said when I was married. He kind of goes in and says when I was married and felt like I was dying. In those two and a half years, I stopped sharing my thoughts with my parents because I yeah. think he was close to his parents and that's when the dad kind of said it was his mistake and you know the mother's saying when you ask you are asking to choose between me and you and submits like why can't I choose both right and his mom cries he hugs her the dad kind of ends it saying well think about it um and then I don't know if any of you saw but uh on our tv it kind of got a little staticky and then suddenly a Swaylu's mother came out of the corner <laughs> just screaming I don't know if you know this, uh, Indian family, but uh, you don't. I don't care about the kids. I don't care about the kids. I just need my money. You don't need to get married. Does she have money? If Jenny, if a chicken has money, I will take it. I want money. That's what I want. You can get them from the birds and bees. I need money. That's what I want. That's what I want. And she left. I often shout out, that's what I want in my house. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed a lot of times it's at me. Y'all, I'm having a hard time letting go of Mama Asuelu. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that now. Kalani, I don't care about the kids. I don't care. <laughs> I'm glad you kind of make her sound like that Kalani. Sebastian the the crab from She kind of talk Mar like a deez. <laughs> Kalani, I don't care about the keys, man. I don't care Oy, about the keys. Kalani, I don't care about the kids. Um, I need money. I need money. So, 
Submit. Uh, he ends up going to. I mean, there's not much more to talk about. And that he ends up going to talk to Jenny uh, at some kind of cafe, and he shows up, and he's kind of gets behind her. And she's like, "Oh, you scared me! You scared me!" <laughs> I've just first thing that. I thought of. <laughs> oh, you scared me! That scared I, me. It's so rewarding to me that I. I mean, I drug you kicking and screaming into watching Smothered, and you miss it so much. I know, and I'm not happy about it. And I really (laughs) loved the show, and I really hate you for it. (laughs) Oh, you scared me. Uh, Y'all, and some of you are coming. What's a poopsie? Oh, what's a poopsie? Um, We are, we haven't decided yet, but a lot of you are wanting us to do the Mama Show. There's a lot of things happening for us right now, but we'll do it as a bi-curious. We'll We'll do it as a bi-curious. We'll do it as a bi-curious. Sorry, Um, Southern Charm came back, so it kind of squashed that. And uh, he he basically says, he, he tells Jenny it was very emotional seeing them. And and she's like, uh, well, I'm I'm a lot in better health than both our parents. I don't know. Society, society doesn't pay society doesn't pay your bills. I'll pay your bills. Okay. Uh and again, Jenny says that whole thing. She's like, Are you who I want to be with? And he's like, Yes, I want to be with you. She's like, Okay, then that's it. They should be happy for you. Just be happy you and just finally listen to you. Is that a worm? Hold on. Go. <laughs> <laughs> And so, I'm molting. <laughs> I get why Jenny says this, but I mean, for me, watching Submit with his parents, like, y'all, I know Submit's not a favorite of some people. Ishwini. <laughs> um, and he's not. Trigger warning. He's not necessarily a favorite of me as well. No. I have a lot of problems with him. We've, but, we've really kind of turned on him, and I totally kind of agree with the prevailing sentiment. But I do agree with the prevailing sentiment. And I think it doesn't have to be a black, white, yes, and for me, it's like. And this is a hard situation for someone to be in. And my heart goes out to him because I do think, yes, he did a lot of shitty things. But boy, that's like, this is, um, again, he's up against a culture. He's someone in their own culture. That's why I keep saying the only way for them to to be together is if they leave India and go somewhere else. Yeah. For and, sure. and I think he has to either he either has to have enough money to leave his family and not and be financially independent or he needs to let go of Jenny because they're 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 not going to budge. They're not going to budge. They're and, you know, you know, the reason why he did the show to begin with, as he said last oh, week, just I can't believe he did this. this show to help. We learned that in the tell all of season one to um, which we just talked about on our gate run, but um, to kind of proved to his parents. Yeah. He so, did the show to prove that he was in love with this woman. But I understand that now. I submit, take this chicken. <laughs> but don't you understand that sentiment a little bit more now after seeing how <sighs> unwilling his parents are to budge? To, it seems like throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but, but I get it. But it's hard. It's extreme. It's hard to go. It's, it's harder to go against a culture that you're a part of, actually, than if you're an outsider. I agree. Americans can do that. But for him to... So I'm just going to say, like, he's not my favorite person, and I have a lot of problems with him, but he should have done this before. I agree. But I give it to him for finally kind of standing up to his parents. That I was agree. Ballsy. So let's move on to Brittany and Yazan. Yazan. Um, 
So, Brittany, if you remember, we left we left them last. Brittany was going home to quote. I'm making heavy quote fingers here. See her sister and help her sister have a baby. When it was really to get divorced. Which, again, I keep forgetting that she's still married. With all the other issues, we're like, oh, yeah, (laughs) there is that. So she goes uh, back home to see her mom. um, Audrey. um, Audrey. In um, uh, Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Toddling. You don't like that song? uh, It's all right. That's Judy Garland. Shut your mouth and hit your face (laughs) over with the microphone. I, it's all right. I, I I don't know. It's fine. I'm I'm I've never lived in Chicago. I'm sure I'd probably like it more if I lived in Chicago. Sorry, the song. I'm just being honest. I love Chicago. I was moved there instead of LA. It's I a like, great town. I like the city. It's I'm a, not saying it's not. I've I've been there. I've never lived there. The guys get kind of dirty. They fuck. Okay. You know what? Have you ever been there in the winter? Probably not, because you would no, but, despise it. But they just probably want to just... I bet Chicago... Is it Chicagoans? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I bet Chicagoans just want to fuck in the winter. Because what else are you going to do? Fucking drink. No, that's true. Did they do that in Michigan when you, when, when, when you went to school? Yes, but there were school classes to take. Oh, and you weren't out then, so you weren't having <laughs> sex, so you were just like, I'm going to go study, guys. It's a blizzard outside. Uh, there's enough to do. Um, but you, you were never there in the actual winter, were you? No. Yeah. It's pretty miserable. I don't know, but I'd still fuck yeah. somebody in the winter. I was, I was, I was in Chicago, like, in the entire month of January. It was really fucking Why miserable. Why January? That was when this musical theater thing was, and my show was accepted. So. That was unfortunate. <laughs> Lovely people. Beautiful in the summer. With lots of bugs. And it's hot. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, poodle ruins everything. Little Poodle. Uh, so Brittany and her braces are back in Chicago visiting her mom. And, and, and Brittany says, I'm feeling really, really drained. Uh, because we're fighting over cultural differences. And... Uh, Basically, she's like, she's talking about her parents. His parents are always yelling at me and they want me to be Muslim. And like, and, and the mom, mom brings even, mom even brings it up. So if you even says, have you brought up your divorce? And the mom's like, maybe be honest with him. <laughs> You're making Britney's face and it's really, it's really accurate. Oh, I actually didn't really, I've been holding this face the whole time while you've been talking <laughs> and I didn't. Y'all, Brittany does these, her lips spread. It, it, it's because it's, it's to cover the braces. Mm-hmm, it's just like, mm. it's like, mm-hmm. like it's either the, she's mm-hmm going to fart. Not that she smelled a fart, but she's like, no, she's she, trying to fart. Yeah. Like she's yeah. like, mm, but not well, loudly. You know, when you need to fart, but you're in public and you're trying to like, mm. it's a cross between her lips covering her braces and her brows. And and she and she paints them on too much, so it looks like she's always either either like incensed or confused. It's true. Yeah, I don't know which one is which. I'm a gay who can't get comfortable on your couch tonight. 
I'm actually comfortable for once. My feet itch. What does that mean? You know when your hands itch, you're going to get money? What does it mean when your feet itch? Uh, athlete's foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there's one word in that that I'm not, though. Like I've ever had anything no, athletic. No, you're not, definitely not an athlete. I, I don't even have an athletic supporter. I once gonorrhea on your feet. There, yeah, there was once a guy who's like, "Do you have a jock strap?" And I said, "I don't even know how to put that on." You know what? I I'm got. Not, I'm not I even, I had to buy a jock strap because too guy. many people asked me to if I had one for a piano cat. Yes. Where did I'm, you finally? Buy- I was like, "Fuck! I'll just buy a jock strap." Did you know how to put it on? Yeah. I no. I googled it. <laughs> Y'all, because we didn't have to wear jock straps mine's, in choir. Mine's assless, so it's kind of like. And let me guess, yours says "nasty pig" on it. No, it doesn't. It's what? What? Where? Who did I buy it from? I can't remember. Or is it some? You know, I bet you bought it on Amazon because you buy cheap ass. <laughs> Knock off on the table. So, like, instead of like Calvin Klein's, it's just like Calvin Klein or Jared Johnson. <laughs> Jared Johnson. <laughs> Come on, if you got a jock strap from Jared Johnson. <laughs> I just got tired of men asking me, Do you have a jock strap? I love that. I'm like, Oh, no, fine. I'll, sh- I'll send you a pic of one. Really? Ugh. Look it just, at that. It, it got to a point where I was just like, uh, okay, fine. It's like when people say, oh, yeah, you know, it's like when your kid's here. I'm like, I don't have a kid. They're like, oh, I'll talk to you later. So it's like me buying something that everyone had. Had. Yeah. yeah. It's like an earthquake kit. Kinda. Everyone needs an earthquake kit. Like everyone, every gay guy needs a jock strap. It's true. Boy, that sissy who stopped listening to us because of our sex lives is going to be having. sad if she came back for this episode. <laughs> And, like, I'm not even into them. That's the thing. But I got them. I got it because so many people were asking me about it. Yeah. And I just wanted to, like, be part of the, be part of the circle. Or or you just wanted a dick in your ass. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, the circle jerk. (laughs) That's it. That's what you wanted to be in. The circle of Circle of cum. Well, maybe I'll try one. Surprise my boyfriend. I just have to learn how to put them on. Gross. Send me your Google tutorial. Uh, I, I've, 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 I've probably worn it like five or six times. Probably comes off pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that stays on that yeah. long. Looks good. Take it off. <laughs> okay. It's like negligee. Uh, yeah. Negligee stays on for how long, y'all? Yeah. Get That's it. the gay equivalent of negligee. Come at us. What, what weird piece of clothing did you buy for your significant other to do it? Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Um. Anyway, where so, are we? So, Brittany's feeling very down, and the mom's like, what's happened? So, they finally get to her house, and mom's like, okay, boo, I got you, girl. Let's get some wine. And she opens that expensive Australian wine, and they <laughs> sit down and have a chat. And then she basically tells her mom that... What is that wine called? I used to love it, and then I realized I'm basic. Uh, you are basic. What is that? Uh, uh, yellowtail. Yellowtail. Oh, yellowtail white wine. Uh, I like it. <laughs> Just, sorry, I'm on this. I like it that Brittany's like, what kind of wine is it? Brittany's mom 
knows wine like my mother knows wine. Yeah. Where she loves her. Well, Bonnie won't even say reason. She'll just say, what? (laughs) And that's what our mother said. What kind of wine? Can you bring me some what? What kind of what? What is this, mom? White. (laughs) <laughs> like there's right. just white or red and i think Brittany meant like is this i've a got sh- a nice white yeah not a chardonnay not a pinot grigio just white white come at us if you if you think there's only two kinds of wine there's white and red that's yep, it that's it uh so yazan basically we have like two seconds of him and he's just like kind of walking around the city and he misses her that's it he was like, I miss her. I don't know where it is. My eyelash is so beautiful. Uh, his eyelashes are beautiful. So we're back in Chicago. She's putting on f- fake lashes. They're going to her court hearing. And it's super, as she says, super important. It's important. Important. No T. It's super important. Um, and, and even her mom, though, was like, so hey, when they were having the wine, she's like, you told them that you were still married, right? Because that would be... And she's like... That'd be stupid if, well, you know, like... <laughs> and I she was t- like... I didn't really tell him that. She's like, baby girl, you need to tell them that you're married. And she's like, again with Brittany, she's like, well, I'll just wait till I'm divorced and then that won't be an issue. Well, the next day, she's like, so I'm just thinking they can just give me a divorce. Like, the judge will just say... Bibbity bobbity boo, you're divorced. You've been married too long, bitch. Let's Here do you it. go. Here you go. Cut to three hours three later. Hours, she deals with, and y'all, I worked at, you know, forget, I still work at a law office job, so I know this. Y'all, the court won't do anything for you to help you no. out. In fact, they're, they're going to make up. it harder. They have so much shit, and they fuck up on technical shit all the time. And guess what? They didn't even register her papers. Right. And she's like, I really thought I was going to have a divorce. And she has to basically, she came to Jordan for nothing. And I like it. She's like, what do I need to do? Can I like speak to the manager of divorce? She she literally said, <laughs> she was like, who is, is the manager? Is there a supervisor? It's kind of like, who was that? Who said, can I speak to the manager of jail? That was Jessica. Who is the manager that needs to check these people? Or Jeffica, as someone called her. Yeah. Jeff Daniels on Love After Lockout was like, who do we need to speak to the manager of parole? You know, Brittany does kind of have a, I need to speak to a manager mouth. She does. You know, the the main thing nugget for me for this was, and her mom called it, and I was like, girl, listen to your mother. When Audrey said, honey, she was like, well, his parents, Brittany was saying, his parents are want me to be a Muslim, and they're so controlling. They're all up in his business. Y'all, this is important when you're dating someone. Because the mother said, but that's how he grew up, consulting right. his parents. Right. And y'all, you will Mom not. Mom is the unlikely. Audrey is the unlikely voice of reason in if, this episode. If you're significant, if somebody you're dating, you're thinking, well, that will change because he's not going to act that way towards his parents or whatever, whenever we get married. No. Can I just I want I want to say one thing here. What? Uh hoping someone will change. You guys ch- changing your significant other is basically like uh uh taking uh, like melting down plutonium. It's very difficult. That is a great analogy for that. Uh and thinking that a, mar- a piece of paper saying you're married is going to put more weight on that plutonium. 
Yeah. You're wrong. It takes, it's changing someone you're with takes so much. Now, if you change together, that's different because you kind of, but saying, I'm going to, I think I can change them. I think I can change them to do this. That's very difficult. What if, if you, the best thing for you to do is saying, how can we, how can we both try to get on the same page? That's the best way to do it. Instead of saying, I'm going to change this about him or I'm going to change this about her. Um, if you're trying to change one thing about something, about someone else, you're going to be waiting a long time. You think Brittany will be able to do that? No. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, yeah, I don't this either. is DOA. We knew this from episode we one. We, from episode <laughs> one. Literally. I know. <laughs> episode one. That's why I'm just kind of like watching and I'm like, oh, I, 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 I'm just watching it fall apart and I don't even want to. It's kind of the same thing with uh, uh, Beanie and Ari, which I don't want to even watch anymore. Um, I'm done with them. Shall we take a break before we go to Kenny and Armando? Let's do it. All right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away 
by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's move on We're back. to the kind of meat of this episode, uh, or main course, as it were, for you the, vegetarians uh, or vegans. Pièce de résistance. Pièce de résistance. That's what I said. Something like that. <laughs> what does that mean? What you can't resist? Uh, the part, the piece you the, can't resist? The, the main event. But what's or, the translation? Uh, Pièce de résistance Resistance, that's resistance, right? Well, that word means a little bit different in Oh, it does In the French, French translation, yeah um, It it means the greatest thing Yeah Who cares? I don't know I um, like So y'all, happy coming out day, by the way We're about to talk about the gay So we're talking about happy coming out day This is coming out, out day, day. Come out, come out wherever you are. Um, anyway. So speaking of coming out day. Uh, it's really kind of what they all did on the show. And um, which, by the way, I do want to say this because I thought it, we had a good time today in our YouTube live. We with did. Our, with our, that's if you're at the the top tier of our gate and we do a YouTube the live. The come at us level. Which honestly, y'all, I mean, we have hundreds of people that do that, but we only have like. 40 people that come to it's fun though so if you, want, time. if you want to talk to us and interact with us bitches that's the way so there won't be too many people crowding it so but we had one of our sissies ayala right ayana 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 who talked about how um still being discriminated against yeah, she had a um i think it was her mother's grandmother at her mother's grandmother's funeral, I I wouldn't have mentioned her name, but you you would have heard. You I just are, said the first name. I didn't okay. say the last name. Um, it's Smith, <laughs> and um, no I'm kidding, I don't know what it is, but um, it's Gregory. And um, but my heart went out because I thought you know, with about coming out, it's not just about people coming out as gay, but it's also about I told I said then on the show I said 
You know what? We have so many. Uh, we talk about like sissies. Jackie Weissman has a shirt. Like she'll she wears shirts to pride parades that say "Free Mom Hugs." Did you yeah. know Jackie's one of those people? I did know that she's wonderful, and so she she's a mom, and she'll give mom hugs. But you know. We have sissies out there that will give you grandma hugs, too, because, you know, yeah. I, that's hard. I never came out to my grandparents because I was always scared of what they were going to say. I was a child when they died. Or I, I mean, a psychic told me that they were fine with it and that my grandpa knew. <laughs> but um, anyway. so That's I, nice to make you feel better. It is. But I just want to say it's not just coming out. Faggot. Faggot. Coming out of gay <laughs> truly is such an act of love to do for yourself. But also... Um, saying that you're an ally and letting those people know that yeah, you're there for them. That's a wonderful thing. That means a lot, too. So, And we love y'all for it. So let's jump into the boys. We had a boys. bunch of uh, uh, sissies in the squad, in our in our Facebook group, say either come out as lesbian or come out as bi, come out as questioning. Like, there was a lot of that today. Which really? I, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah. I really feel like our sissies have really embraced the B. Yeah. You know, no, but I don't think that happens in a lot of places. But yep. we embrace the bi. I've embraced some bees. <sighs> I have too. <laughs> Let's be honest. They got but... some really nice D. <laughs> if you know what I mean. And for some of you, some I've embraced the bees D. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, Everybody understand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've sucked some bisexual dick. Yeah, we got that. It's been inside me. Okay. All right. <laughs> and again, we just lost another listener. <laughs> too much too much sex talk. But one, I like the- Carl, <laughs> Carl, don't leave the room when they talk about gay stuff. I swear, Carl, they are so funny. I love them. Carl. He does leave the room every Carl. time we talk about dicks. Carl, are you homophobic? <laughs> no shit. No shit, Carl's wife. Fuck, come here, Shooter. Get on Mama's lap. Shooter's the dog. That's her dog. Shooter. Ah! Yeah. We just named the dog. Shooter, Shooter, come here. Shooter, come here. Sit with Mama. We don't know what type. It's a small dog, but Carl's mom has a dog named Shooter. You know, just now that you said it, I know it couldn't be any other name. Shooter, come here, sit on Mama's lap. Some sissy said this. We really do need to make a T-shirt that just says Carl. We gotta do that. God bless Carl's wife. Uh, so, you guys, this is a big deal. Uh, Kenny and Armando are going down to pick up Hannah. Yeah. Uh, and literally, th- I just want to like just pull like like zoom out and okay. think about what's happening here. Okay. Uh, compared to his family, he has told them that he is gay, mm-hmm. and he's told them it before. And then he's told them he's in a relationship with another man. Mm-hmm. Then he has told them that he's taking Hannah to live with them. Mm-hmm. Then he has told them, and and this trip. He says we're gonna go. We're gonna go get Hannah, and he's gonna live with there. She's gonna live with me and this other guy. And then in the same trip, he tells them we're engaged and we're about to be married. So there's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. And and I really think that Armando would not have tried to do all of this if not for Kenny pushing him to do all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I honestly felt triggered by Kenny the entire time mm. by saying. 
by and I because I don't think Armando would have done all this this quickly, mm-hmm. and maybe for for better or for worse, you know I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I get that. Uh, so anyway, uh, Kenny is the second person he's ever brought home to his parents. The first one the first was the, was the what was his uh, mother of the child of mother of Hannah, and. And basically, Armando is Armando had taken takes his ring off, so the parents can't driving, see it. Yes. Which that triggered me too. It's like it's a both. It's a both ways. Yeah, because also we. It does feel like Kenny is pressured him, and at the same yeah. time, though, this is you. What you didn't mention in all that um, was of all those things that's happened. We forget before all of that, Armando came out to his family and they made him go back in. Right. So when someone does that. That's true. When someone does that to a gay person and disrespects them and traumatizes them. So I think Kenny is looking at this of there's no piecemealing with these people. Yeah. Because they fucked you over. And I understand that people have a coming out. There's a difference of having a coming out process of your child and learning to accept that. And then another process of making them go back into the closet and feel like shit about themselves. I I think it's good that Armando has Kenny uh, to to be kind of a supporter and a cheerleader. But I'm with you, too. Kenny triggered me, too. There was just a little bit of him just being there and him saying, so. When are you going to say what you need to say? I think it's, I was surprised. I guess I thought Kenny, and again, this could have been the edit. So don't, you know, come at us, yeah. Kenny, if you're listening. He listens to the show. You we, did about we, your kids' names and we respected it. We, also, we like we like him. We love them. Um, yeah. Also, I forget, Kenny's son is hot. Oh, yeah. He's Bryson. Real, Bryson's Bryson. real. Bryson. B-R-Y-S-E-N. I kind of would... I'll be interested for them to talk about this on the tell-all because I think what you bring up is you. we're both triggered on both sides of the coin. We are, exactly. This is a very complex situation. Yeah. And it's and I, I love that they're seeing this because I think a lot of people, especially white people in the United States, think, oh, well, you come out and they either like you or they don't like you and that's it. And if not, fuck them. Well, no, that's not... Yeah. That's not the situation for Armando, and it's um, when you're of a different, even in the United States. I mean, it's hard. I, ideally, what would have happened in my fake world that mm-hmm. I live in is Armando would have come out to them and saying, "I'm actually going to go live with my boyfriend uh, in a different place," and then they would have come down there. To stay a weekend with all of them, he would have met them. But do you think? And I, I no, I'm, but I'm saying. Let me finish. Okay. He then they would have left, and then in about they would have done that for like two or three times. Then once Kenny became a part of their family, which is which is which to me would be the same thing as if if Kenny were a female. Yes. Uh, because he's taking on. Kind of child re- child responsibilities. I agree responsibilities. that because they're gay, but it also is just the suddenness. If this was a exactly. woman, exactly, they brought him on. I would have wanted the same I mean, thing. I mean, I think this definitely compounds that. Yeah. Although, 
Armando's so gay, if he came home with another woman, they would have gone like, yay! <laughs> yeah, but I, I, it needs to be a process, and I understand we have 90 days. Well, we have 90 days, and also he can't go off and live with Kenny and then just leave his daughter there. Like, he needs to take his daughter, and I guess you probably... If you're, look, if you, I, you're I, thinking, well, hold on, you would think, if this was your mother, you would think, if I'm going to take my my child, I want my mother to see that I'm not running off with, like, yeah. some crazy cuckoo person, like, somebody I'm proud of that will be a, a good secondary yeah. parent. I get that, and in the same breath, I would have, ideally, before the 90 days... I would have brought him. This coming out process would have handled been handled yeah. way before this. I wish they yes. That's I think yeah. that would have been for them to meet them before. And again, I think we see with Armando. I think we're Kenny. I'm imagining, so I'm just kind of gleaming this from the show. It seems like to us, Kenny is pushing. But I bet you. I bet you what you just said. I bet Kenny has been pushing that for years. Just I like, agree. let totally. me go down and meet your parents. Totally. And I bet Armando has been so I I I totally agree with unable you. Unable to do it. So now Kenny, I think kind of is like, look, you got me down here and you're meeting your daughter. Like, and I understand this. You know, my partner wasn't out when I first. There is this part of you. It's it's that balance of trying to be respectful of their process, but also, yes, it is torture for them to come out to their family. But I will say too honoring Kenny's experience, it is torture when you fought 20 years ago to come out of the closet yeah. and you live in that. Well, And then you've got to go back in with it. It's hard. I, I agree, and this is the difference of cultures. Yes. Even though Kenny lives in a very... Uh, he comes from a culture in like Ohio or Indiana or wherever it was. But he lives in Florida now. But now... and But he's almost... For, he hasn't forgotten, but I'm saying... It's it's long gone yes. of the way, and so I think you do sometimes for maybe yeah. Fran, but you, I know um, I've forgotten kind of how hard it was to come out, and then I go live in Oklahoma for a month with my dad, <laughs> and I fucking remember. No, but I'm saying I remember. He doesn't live where he came out. Right. He came out in Ohio, then he moved to Florida. Right. And when you go back, to very your, different. Like, Fuck. And I also want to bring up. This is a terrible elephant in the room to bring up, but. Like, let's just say that, um, like, we're Armando's dad, and you see two guys who are going to take your granddaughter away, and everything you've heard is two gay guys are perverts. Who knows yeah. what they're going to do to a kid? Is your son a pervert? Yeah, you know, and, and so, like, again... Which is not true, but that's, that's common. Not, that's not real. I'm just saying that's that's the common... That's common thought, and I'm assuming that they're probably uh, we haven't said, but I'm assuming they're probably Catholic. Of course, they are. Yeah, which in Catholicism, y'all, marriage is a sacrament. Yeah, and especially in a cons- so it is a the fact that well, first of all, that's not recognized by the Catholic Church. Right. And secondly, you're saying what two men are going to get married a sacrament? This yeah. is like it. To me, everything happened way too fast. And and you, you're exactly right. It could have been that Kenny's been pushing Armando to do this for years. And at one point, Kenny's like, here, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to rip the Band-Aid. Here, here we go. Because Armando's a little defense. In that car ride where Kenny just said, so are you going to tell them? And Armando's kind of like, he said, don't pressure me. And I went, I actually don't think he pressured you. He just asked you right then. But this, yeah. you can tell that comment had that was an iceberg underneath yeah. it 
I want to also talk about the fact that when they do get to the house, Hannah runs and gives Kenny a big hug. It was really sweet. Which I teared up at. It was sweet. Um, and Y'all, so because here's he the He knows deal. Hannah, because kids don't give a shit. Kids don't give a shit. Yeah. If you, if you are... If you come at them with love... They can see, they will see through anything you give at them. And if they know you love them, they will understand it. They, if my partner's dad was kind of worried about the kids finding out he was gay. And then one day, over like they were talking on the phone, and his little brother, who's like nine, said, What are you doing? He's like, And my partner said, Oh, I'm going to go have lunch uh, with, uh, with my partner. He said, You mean your business partner? He's like, No, my life partner. He said, You mean your boyfriend? He's like, Yeah. And he went, Oh. Okay, so hey, I was playing the Madden game. What did you think about the new? Right, that's as much as they fucking care. They don't. So if you're in, if you're thinking that your children aren't gonna like your gay Uncle Tommy, they're gonna not care yep. at all. It's much more the older people who are gonna have a problem yeah. with you. The kids aren't. I do have one question for you, Poodle. In seeing this scene with Kenny and Armando. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenny and Armando. <laughs> They sent us sweet little cards for our anniversary, and then you hear this shit. <laughs> um, I would totally love to get drunk with Kenny and Armando. By the way, I think they'd be fun. Uh, I don't. Think... I kind of worry about you hitting on Armando. Never mind that. Can't I would. <laughs> Never mind. You know, Kenny, I can go I, out with you. I don't think. I don't think Kenny would drink that much. Probably not. Um, why do I feel like Kenny is sober? Maybe good for him. Yeah. Yes. Um, question for you. What do you think is the one thing that Kenneth could have done to kind of make this whole process easier? Um, just one thing. Um, just one obvious thing. Uh, he could have, you know, there's not just a uno obviso thing. The, the biggest thing I could think of is not to try to take Hannah the first time they meet them. No, it's learn fucking Spanish. Yes. <laughs> learn fucking Spanish. That is true. That is true. You live in goddamn Florida. <laughs> learn. Y'all been dating for years. Mucho gracias. <laughs> <laughs> learn fucking Spanish. It's true. I agree. I'm going to say this again. Tim knows Spanish. Y'all. Tim from like Golden Retriever. Tim can can do can can read Don Quixote in the original Spanish. He can sit and roll over in English and Spanish. <laughs> Kenny, it, I swear to fuck Kenny. Cervantes is muy bueno. Muy bueno. <laughs> Kenny, I swear to fuck. If we get to this tell-all and you have not learned any more Spanish, I'll be pissed. I'm coming for you. Yeah, I agree. Fucking it's get a ridiculous. Duolingo. Um, anyway, so he does get there, and mom, mom, it, mom hugs Kenny, and they ask about dad, and she's like, "Well, dad's been tired all day." Um, and and I will say, there's tons of people there. There's tons of so, people there to meet them, yeah. which is that, not the best. That was not the best for the parents yeah. as well. Like, don't why did you? And I guess the mom just wanted support. Yeah, but between the mom and the sister, I mean, his mom is—I got to give it to her. Oh, the mom is she's the really mom is trying. fantastic, and the sister too. They sister are really Debbie. trying, yeah. and they say like a pleasure. It's so great to meet you, and uh, and but <laughs> the and mo- Kenny just looks at him and says, "Nachos, taco, <laughs> and I will pico s- de gallo." And I will say that 
the mom says, seeing Armando with a man was dot, 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 something. Something. <laughs> and so, but mom is, is kind of being in the reality of it. And the dad can't live in it. Because, like, the dad finally does come out of the door and, like, shakes hands with him and goes right back inside. Because... Basically, you guys, this is this is kind of what happens when when a when, especially when a boy comes out or when a woman comes out. Who knows? Um, in a way, the idea of someone of your child dies. One part of that. Yes, you dies. have to grieve the, and that happens yeah. for the person coming out. Exactly, you have to grieve the life that you thought you were going to have and accept and, the one you are. And and so Armando's dad is kind of grieving. He's grieving that. He's grieving, He's grieving that grieving. kind of like heterosexual life for his son. And that's why, even in the best circumstances, y'all, if you are coming out, give your family a little grace. Yeah. If they're still telling you that they love you, but they still might say things that piss you off. Don't necessarily go off the rails. Go, oh wait, you know they yeah. were coming out. My brother told me when I came out. Well, I'm still going to raise my kids Christian, and I'm going to raise them that they don't think this is a, a a right lifestyle to live. Did he really? But even when he said it, I went, I'll give him time. And now he is would never say that. He would never it's, think that. I, I agree with that. But it's so funny that my that my brother is always like. Yeah, you're who you are. It's whatever. Your brother's the most laid back person in the fucking he is. world. He is. My brother is not. And so, but I mean, I think it's. But again, it's um, and my dad, my mom, everybody. Well, my mom was pretty much gay from the get go. She knew <laughs> she was good. But um, you know what I mean. But you've got to give people. Have you ever told time. your mom the Liz Claiborne shoe story? You no, really should. That's tell one of those her. things I won't tell. <laughs> no, it's like your mother. I'm sorry. That's got to go. Go to the grave, y'all. I don't know what episode that is. Maybe somebody tweet us, but I tell the story of when I was wearing my mother's Liz Claiborne shoes and she came home and I had to throw them in a field. I'm not going to tell the whole story again. Because you were so afraid of her finding out you were wearing her heels. She got those at Dillard's and she was pissed. (laughs) Anyway, it's um, the thing I hope from this, if you notice that Armando... And this is not a good way. This is so hard for Armando to do. He completely disassociates in the moment. Mm-hmm. He's not feeling any feelings, y'all. What I mean by disassociates, meaning like his body is there, but his mind yeah, and emotions are not at all. This is really traumatic it's for Armando. It's really traumatic yeah. for him. And I wonder, because I would not have thought this would have been this traumatic for Armando even the little time I've known him. And I wonder if this was a surprise for Kenny. Because I bet you it was. Uh, you mean to you see thought Kenny how would... much Armando shut down in this moment and how difficult. Uh, there were so many awkward silences in this with all oh. their family. Well, I think, too, like this is Armando. This is the nth degree of Armando confronting who he is. Yeah. And he's been pretending who he was for... How long? However he's been alive. And this first time is the worst time. But then the next time Armando sees his family, he'll be more of himself. It's just that that's why a lot of times when you're gay in life and you're like, oh, I'm about to do something really hard. You're like, wait a minute. Is that harder than coming out? And a lot of times it never is. No. Uh, It's always easier to do it, but you're terrified to do it. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, so 
Kenny, I kind of wrote this down that uh, uh, Kenny was kind of pissed off that the dad was like, is that it? And I feel like that may have been egged on by the producers. Maybe, because that Um, seemed out of character for him. And I went, don't make it about you. Yeah, he kind of did. Um because how do you think Armando felt? It, but it could have, but it could have just been that Kenny's just been too long in Florida, where everyone's like, "Oh, it's a gay guy, whatever." Well, yeah, and also we didn't even mention this. Think about their family. We mentioned all the stuff Kenny's Armando's just come out to them with, and they're doing this in front of a television show with yeah. lights in their face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his dad is probably. I honestly agree with the Armando. I was pretty shocked that his dad came out. Gave him a kiss. Yeah, me told too. Told him I loved it. And I'm like, that's amazing. And just going back in the house, I'm like, I'm like, that's all I needed. My dad couldn't say the word gay. When I came out, he started crying. And then he said, I got to go to bed and went to his bedroom. Like, that's how little he talked to me about yeah. it. And then they come, then they, your dad asked me if you were a crossdresser. <laughs> because they came over and Poodle was in a coma. And he saw pictures of us in Cabaret Gay. And he asked me, friend. <laughs> is my son a crossdresser? <laughs> I went, no, Father Poodle, he's just real gay. <laughs> is my son a crossdresser? <laughs> God bless. <laughs> you know, I will say something for my family. Don't pull over, they y'all. They are Don't unintentionally pull over. funny. They will say shit like that. They and are. It, and, it, and it comes off as very real. Hey, and if you need to come out to your family and you're worried about them not accepting it, just get in a coma and come out to them then. <laughs> it's a good and, way. And almost die because they're going to be just glad you're alive. It's a good way. Uh, anyway, I don't have a ton more to say about this besides uh, uh, them saying, uh, "I'm we're leaving. Uh, Oh, well, he tells him that he's getting married, and it's like... Right, his announcement. The mom is just like... She's like, Ooh. Totally slapped in the face. Yeah. It's really... And then his family is funny. One of the aunts is like, well, are you going to invite us? And they kind of have just these weird, awkward silences. And finally, y'all, everybody has this aunt. I don't know. For a lot She's of like, it's, it's Aunt it's Mo. It's going to take time to assimilate. <laughs> yeah. And then finally... um, Aunt, I'm just going to call her. We know some, but we're just going to call her Aunt Mo. Aunt yeah. Mo stands up and says, well, all right, it's time to go. And then everybody just kind of <laughs> I love like, that. Come at us if you have that person who just does that. Uh, and then the three of them sitting there are oh, one of the saddest things I've ever God, seen. God, that was hard to watch. Wasn't it? Um, it was basically like uh, mom says, <sighs> mom says, uh, it's okay to stay here. And they're like, Really? And they're like, yeah, I've talked to him. Like, I don't need to talk to him. It's fine. And then mom, she gives him a hug. And she's like, we're glad you're here. And then. This mom. I'd like to zoom in on Kenny holding Truffles the dog. And this is what Truffles is thinking. How could anybody think that this motherfucker who's holding me wasn't 100% gay? My tongue's hanging out of my mouth, but I'm just trying to live. Who's going to help me? Someone get me dialysis for my kidneys. That's all I got to say. I just want a treat. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't care what dick goes in what butt. I just need a place, a sweet place to lay down. Oh, fuck. I just peed on you. (laughs) Can someone put my tongue back in my mouth? (laughs) Y'all, you know, this dog is a vague remnant of death (laughs) and needs to pass. You know, if Truffles is at the tell-all, I'll be shocked. (laughs) You're right. Truffles is dead. You know, it took 15 episodes, but we finally have a voice for Truffles the dog. He's talking like, not like this. Oh, hey there. Even when they're riding the car and they're on those bumpy-ass roads, you see Truffle in the back just kind of shaking like a bobblehead. Someone hit me with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why oh. all of a sudden Truffles is very southern. Very. Someone hit me with a ball peen it, hammer. It drunk. Put my tongue back in my mouth. <laughs> I think, too, I just want to say this last thing. I don't think he would say this. I think that whole, I don't want to be the bad guy, it was a producer line, too. I agree. I totally agree. Because you know what? It, when you really love somebody, it's okay to take the fall. I tell my partner, all, I'm like, you know what? If you feel uncomfortable with the situation and you need support, you can put it on me. I'm the first. That's fine. I'm the first person to say in almost every situation to anybody, I'm like, uh, if they have a problem with it, let me be the bad guy. You say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I, I think it's just because I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem with people thinking that of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it'll help protect the people that I love, yep, um, I'm the first person to do it. Y'all, that's a. I have to say that's a freedom. Be okay being a bad guy, and if you're not, work oh, on that. I'm completely okay with it. <laughs> but I think too, um, that's how I was raised. Um, yeah, I think Mother Poodle's fine being the bad guy. <laughs> she was. She is currently. Yeah. Um, my mother. Oh, my God. She was always the bad guy with uh, when I wouldn't be allowed to do things. And my mother was like, we'll see about that. <laughs> you mean like school board stuff? Yeah. Just tell them. Just tell them your mother said you couldn't do it. How often did your mother go talk to the, your school board or principals or something on your uh, behalf? My mother was PTO president for a lot of things, so she could control. Yeah, yeah. She was. She, she, she was fucking with other around. Parents in the PTO. Oh, yes, my mother was a chaperone, often a chaperone, and all the all the kids wanted to be with my mom. For every field trip or every kind of like overnight, because my mom swore and they thought that was really funny. <laughs> my mother would back up and she'd go, Shit! <laughs> Did I hit that car? <laughs> we went up to Fontana Isn't Dam, North mother... Carolina, and my mother was playing the Bart Simpson Do the Bartman uh, CD, and we were fucking like chilling to that. We we're like, Do the Bartman. <laughs> my mom was like, Caw. Do we have to listen to this all the way to fucking Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I like it She's like we're playing something else And then she uh, She played like Air Supply for a while And then we like played Like 20 questions or some shit Mother Poodle an icon <laughs> Y'all 
I know I make fun of Mother Poodle, but Mother Poodle was fun growing up with. She was. She fun. had. She had some shit to say. Um, should we talk about? You know, I'm done with them. You know who's not going to say that about their mother? Ariella's son. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to say that about Ariella. <sighs> okay, y'all. We knew this was coming from day one. Yeah. This is. I'm not going to say I was right. Oh, I'll say it. But I was you right. Were right. <laughs> Everything we predicted about this I mean, day, spot on. <laughs> we have been pretty good in our predictions. Oh, we knew Alex from Married at First Sight was going to cheat on him. Yeah, we knew um, something else. All, and all, then this. All I have to say, you guys, is that. <laughs> oh fuck. Like, as soon as her mom left, she was going to turn into Bitchosaurus Rex. Yeah. Cuntosaurus Rex with tiny with tiny arms. Yeah. Um, and she has. I almost see her more as like, what is that cartoon where it's a, an adult, but it's a baby? It's a big baby who's like, you know what? <laughs> what car, is it a Looney Tunes? It's something like that. There's I a know cartoon of a big baby, and that's what I see her as. Uh, anyway, she's, she's terrible. She so, uh, we we kind of see her. She's still drawing on her eyebrows like nobody's fucking business. Um, and she fell apart when her mom left. And she even says, you know, although I really think about the 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 people at home a lot, I'm so happy I'm here. And we compromised on a place to live. It wasn't a really nice place. Wasn't well, really nice. There's place. no elevator. Um, however, this is what we have. I want to say that what they have, there's, there's a very small refrigerator. Very small. Um, y'all don't pull over. Don't pull over. <laughs> we're, we're dealing <sighs> with, wow, that's really loud. Yeah, I hope we're they're de- okay. That's we're dealing and... with, uh, Hail a Mary, Lakers, a Lakers win in LA tonight. So, so who knows what's going to happen. Anyway. Anyway. And Benyam even says... Oh my God! Listen, then, listen! <laughs> I am just one voice. Y'all, they're at it tonight. And, and Benyam says, "I don't know how to support her because yes. she's that." Okay, that's three. Yeah, there's something big happening. Yeah, something. I'm very full of grace. The Lord's with thee. Bless her, thou among women. Somebody said they were offended by that, and we just want to say we're not making. We're actually praying for those people. And also, I'm gonna, I said this on the Patreon. Fuck but you, bitch! Y'all, God's got a sense of humor. I think. Uh, uh yes, they do. Yes, they do. Other- she does. <laughs> Otherwise, Polish people would not have huge dicks. <laughs> Someone just drove off the Shout road. Shout out to Kyle from Cray. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow, you actually. Were you just talking about Kyle's dick? No, because he, he yeah. tells things about his Polish father-in-law and his Polish <sighs> Still. wife. And y'all, somebody asked, we don't know what they look like. We don't even know where they live. They're in Northern California. Uh, you um, think? We don't, we don't know. They're You're in Northern California. It. How do you know? Uh, come on. That's what they've said. They're in software. Oh, I didn't know they said in Northern California. Oh, uh, you haven't listened, obviously. Well, I know they touched software. But. Uh, anyway, so he doesn't know how to support her. Um, um, but 
the way that she thinks he can support him is like, look, I know you need to work a job and something. I just <laughs> That's a really good impression I of just her. Can't be, I can't be alone with the... I just want to be alone with the baby all the time. Like, the first month, you're going to need to be here. She even says that. She's like, I don't want to be alone with you. Look, honey, girl, sugar, the man has to pay fucking bills. Well, however, she's paying for almost everything with her savings. But what Biniam doesn't know is maybe he does, but this is what many Americans try to do in, in people in America, let alone <laughs> going to Africa. She's controlling you. She's oh, controlling you with her money. It's really awful. And then she's going to take away the money, leave you in Africa, and say that you were a piece of shit that didn't support her, even Yo, though she told him not to support her. Mark my words. There's no way this baby is on the continent of Africa by the end of the season. No way. No way. No way. No and way. Poor Biniam. Biniam, he's don't, had he's had don't two fucking babies American girl again. <laughs> Stick to Africa, please. <laughs> please, Biniam. It's really awful. Same county. Uh, if any, they have counties in Africa. Anyway, so they're trying to buy a car, and she brings, uh, so she brings Biniam and her privilege along. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's an actual person. Yeah, it's just, it's a roll cart. Uh, and she's, and they're like, uh, a Toyota Yaris 2008 automatic. I can't drive a stick. $22,000. What the fuck? And I'm in the U.S. I can spend this much. And Binion has to say, this is a landlocked country. It takes a lot of money to get here. Yes. And even... And if- he also, they said that there's taxes. Yeah. Um. I mean, it is shocking. Y'all, do you know how much a 12-year-old... Toyota Yaris. I mean, do they even make Yaris's over here? I don't think so. I don't think I, when, that, when he said Yaris, Yaris, I laughed so much inside that they were buying a Yaris. This car would be, I'm not kidding, probably like $3,000. $3,000. Yeah. So here. it is insane that they're asking for this amount, amount now, of money. Now, I agree it's ridiculous, but, but she bitch. doesn't need to say in America, America, I can get that for. Would, could you imagine what happened if you bought it in America and tried to like water freight it over? <laughs> It'd be cheaper, would it? No, I think it, it would be, be. No, I wouldn't be twenty two thousand dollars. I bet. But I don't know. I, I have no idea how much people it costs do that. Like but that. still, she should buy a car and bring it over. But anyway, but good she, for Benny and for finally saying, look. This is a landlocked country, You're bitch. in Africa, bitch. You're in Africa. I, that was my favorite you're thing. Not you're not in, in Africa. You're not in New Haven fucking Connecticut. He also did say, uh, the producer's like, are you okay if her parents like pay for us? And he's like, oh, I would love that. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's great. So the baby is due in a week, and they're there to do the ultrasound. And we've already found out the baby's breech doesn't seem to bother her that much, which anybody else, that should be a thing you're worried about. Yes. Uh, And it should be a thing that you're actively trying to talk about. Yes. Um, And she's asking about a C-section, and they're like... Well, no one's had one of those in a while here. <laughs> She's like, What's what? That? A C-section? We never heard of that. She said, what's happening? What? Huh? Ooh, ooh, ah. 
Anyway, so the technician's not really telling her anything, which they don't really have to because they don't really it's they're they're not really allowed by law to tell her she's what like, she can do. She's like, I don't do. understand. The technician's not telling me anything. And they and the a nurse finally says your amniotic fluid is low, and you're going to have a C-section today, biatch. And then Ari today starts that that she really y'all. She does not she look well. She goes full Karen. She does not look great when she cries. No. She's like, she kind of. Now? Man. Today? Uh, what? Hey. I put on this cat eye. Hey. And she, what, what is what's kind of fucked up is that she puts her hand over her face. And yep. she's like, almost got she going can't handle in. It. She can't handle she's it. She's just almost more like. Just like not It's very like speaking in tongues. Because that's what she wants. She wants her mommy. Um, and then doctor's like, Oh, your mom is here. She goes, What? Your mom is here. Here. Your mom is 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 here. And that's what she screamed. No. Yeah. I, I just, God, I just think this is the worst person. This is the worst possible person to have a baby overseas without her family. You know, she's just so pretty. And, you know, I will give her one thing. She said something and I was like, you know what? I would have thought that too. With the whole car thing, she's like, I guess I just expected things would be cheaper here in Ethiopia. I would think that too. As yeah. an American, I would think, oh, American money, it's going to be worth so much more there. So that was eye-opening to me that a car was that much money. Now, I wouldn't have said in front of everybody, well, in America, I just yeah. would say, she goes, let's go home and talk about this. She goes heavy like MAGA real quick. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is weird for her. Which is not because, her, I bet, yeah. because y'all, most, uh, yeah, but... Uh, <sighs> It's just, so I get, so I just want to say, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. I would have thought that too. So the show helped me learn something. Um, I think too, though, boy, how quick is she going to go back to the U.S. with that baby? Oh, well, we saw a preview and of her saying, this is my baby. She does. She's like taking her child my. and blackmailing with Blake. But that is exactly. precious. That is exact. And we call that. Once she has that baby. Yeah. She's going to. She's, she's going to goody him. It's going to be gonna like. Him. It's going to be a traumatized little girl fighting over her doll. Yep. And no one can play with her doll. Ding, ding, ding. That's what it is. Benium truly. I feel sorry for him because he. He met a potty girl. Uh, a know, potty girl. He party. met a party girl, and I, now he is uh, the father to, uh, or he wants to almost marry a monster. I feel sorry for him, but at the same time, he's chosen two woohoo girls. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would make love better it if choices. They had his first dude. wife on the tell-all. That'd be great. Oh, oh, that would be fantastic. Make better choices. That's what I would say. Let's stick to Africa, buddy. And maybe Agreed. going, maybe going to IT. We've seen your dancing. <laughs> it's not good. It's made me feel really good when a lot of sissies were like, "He's horrible." It, they they like were like, "His sissy. footwork is garbage." His footwork is garbage. 
<laughs> Dancing sissies came for him. <laughs> He's not good. That's the worst part of it. The, they were like, the girl he dances with was great. No, she was awful. She was even worse. Really? Oh, you mean uh, uh, the the wife? The uh, the wife video. No, you mean the oh, the the video when he was with in the club? In the club, I think people yeah, thought she, she was, was good. good when he played her ass drums. Well, yeah. Ass drums. Um, should we move on to May, Lisa, and Tim? Let's do it. Please, there's, there's can not, I have a treat when we talk about this? <laughs> there's, there's not a lot here, please, y'all. Please, but uh, uh, Tim, the golden retriever, goes is still in Colombia. 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 <laughs> My name's Tim. I'm from Texas, and I live in Colombia. Colombia. Uh, he wants to stay in Colombia, um, but he th- also thinks that she's holding back. Mostly because he's got, uh, she's got a jerky treat behind her back. <laughs> please, please just let me see it. And uh, and he's still, she is, he's still keeping, uh, uh, the the fact that oh oh we need to talk about. Her. She meets her friends David and Miguel. Well, he goes to look for a job. We should, yeah. he, his part's kind of He goes to look for a job. He's at an interview. Maybe they will sponsor him because the only other way for him to get sponsored is to get married. And right. I don't think Melissa wants to My marry Lisa's me. Melissa's not going to marry me. <laughs> so, y'all, <laughs> we find out that Melissa wants to go meet David and Miguel. Her gay oh. friends. <laughs> her Y'all, gay friends. Both these friends her, are gayer than Christmas. And her gay brother. <laughs> okay, sissies, red alert. I need y'all to find Miguel's Instagram uh, because for he, me. For me. He is hot. For me. For, for me. me. For me. I wanna I wanna bang Miguel so I wanna be- bang her brother so bad. Is it funny? In Smothered, the brother's name I think was Miguel too, wasn't it? No. Oh no, Miguel David. was her boyfriend with the hot yes. dick, and then the gay brother was Danny. Daniel. Dan, y'all find this instrument because this y'all, man. I need, to, I need to bang Miguel. Whoa! I need to bang the brother, not the long-haired one. He looks like some strippers I've given money to. Uh, you're gross. You probably got Mercy from him too. Uh, uh, you cannot get Mercy from strippers. Uh, people have said that. Everyone okay, like two, <laughs> two sissies say it. Fine. Anyway, uh. They're all like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I hope it works out. Well, she says, so um, I kind of fucked up guy whenever we were on a break. Right. So she admits she was, they were supposedly on a break. I doubt Golden Retriever Tim thinks they were on a break. He probably doesn't think they're on a break. Yeah. And look. It's a woman. It's a person's right to fuck whoever they want to fuck when they're single. And if you're making him come clean with all this honesty stuff, you, you need, need to come to, clean. You need to tell someone yeah. that. Like honestly, you guys, she's just as bad. I I I, I, I think she I'm, came here. She wanted him to come here because she says, "Well, I just feel bad and I need to come clean." And I went. No, you wanted him to come here, and I think you wanted to punish him. I agree. She's here to ruin him. I think so, too. She's here to destroy him. I just feel like this is not the way you act when you... She's got the worst... you love worst, someone, you're trying to work it out. She's got the worst resting bitch face 
in the history of television. And we just <laughs> and we just watched season one. And we watched Aziza. Aziza on season one of Naughty Day Fiance. <gasps> who couldn't who didn't even who lacked the muscles to smile. Never smile. <laughs> and then she's in Ohio with everybody talks when the math doesn't barely move at all. Like she was born without the muscles to smile. Yeah, y'all never happy, sad, lonely, angry. <laughs> it's all the same. Anyway, uh, her gay brother She's a walking and her gay Botox friend. commercial with her hair on the side because she loves that side yeah, pony. She does. Anyway, her brother, her brother and uh, David are both like, "You <laughs> need to tell him. You need to tell him, girl." That's it. That's it. Go, girl. Y'all find that Instagram. She loves gay people, y'all. Now, she said May she Lisa. was. Maylisa said she wasn't dating this guy like emotionally. She was like, it was just sex, sexual. She's like, it was primarily sexual. Anyway, she wants to hurt him. She's like, I don't know. What do you think? And then, like the bitch that he is, David says, I hope it works. <laughs> hope it works. And that's all I got. That's it. That's the show. That is, y'all, this was a long show, but it was a two-hour show. It was two show. fucking hours. So um, we're going to save uh, our sissy shout-outs. We're going to do sissy shout-outs and sissy spotlights. Y'all, if you are a sissy spotlight, come at us. We're still sissy, looking for a couple sissy, more. Spirit, uh, we're going to do those on Darcy and Stacy, which and we're going to release tomorrow. Tomorrow. A lot of shit happened. So even if you don't Florian, normally, did yeah. Florian fuck another woman? I don't know. While he married Darcy? We Stacey. don't know. Stacy, we don't uh, know. Also, y'all, if you don't normally listen to Darcy and Stacy, just even if you uh, listen and then just fast forward to the end where we're talking about. We're talking uh, about. Shout outs and. A lot of people spotlights. aren't watching Darcy and Stacy. They're just listening to us. You're losing out. I, you, it's fantastic. We really love it, y'all. I hated the first three episodes, but I'm totally into it now. It's kind of like 90 Day Fiance meets. Uh, uh, like a well-produced reality, sh- like um, it's those shows. It's, you- no, it's still garbage. <laughs> but it's, but it's bad. It's still bad. It's, it's don't don't say it's good. It's still bad. Seeing Stacy kind of go through this with Florian is a mate, and y'all, it, Florian is a piece of shit. It's definitely still the same kind of producing, though. That that I will agree. Oh, I loved it. I'm loving it. I I think it's it's though, but the two women. Make it work. Oh, Darcy yeah. Darcy and Stacy make it work. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't really work. And this episode, apparently, it's their drunk friend, Raina. <gasps> oh, she's amazing. <laughs> Her and Debbie both. Her and Debbie oh. both. A sissy came us and told us that bar, Debbie used to be a bartender there. Yep. Debbie's like five foot one. Yeah. So. That's it. Anyway, that's, that's it, the y'all. Show. You can go to 90daygays.com and find out all of our other information. Go to our website. Poodle and I both are on Cameo. You can come, come at us. us on Cameo. We have fun there. Come at us on Cameo. Um, if if you are watching this, y'all remember October thirteenth is Poodle's birthday. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, you know what that means is on October thirteenth, Tuesday, give a hand job for Poodle. <laughs> it's his birthday. Give a give hand. A hoot. Jo- give a don't pollute. Give a wristy for this little <laughs> sissy right here. There you go. Give a give a hoot. So I don't have to poop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Poodle can't have sex, we hope you do on your birthday. Abstain. Um. Anyway, any other announcements? We uh, I, think I think that's, that's it. it. Well, 
We call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle because we aren't. We all just Lonely Hearts looking for love. What? <laughs> You've had this whole keep going, show. Keep going. You've had the whole show to think about. Keep going. This. Keep going. One more time. <sighs> Say it again. Say it again. Poodle, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you painted your fucking eyes like a cat because you thought you were going to have a glamorous birth, call us. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 